Tim Ginnibar on 5AA Breakfast. Oh, good morning, gentlemen. How are we? Good, thanks, mate. What's going on in the Beautiful. world of sport, what a... Tim? Yeah, well, the Aussies got off to a good start last night. It's good that we've beat England when it doesn't matter. <laughs> I tell you what, mate. The big, the big talking point on the show this morning is, is so many people saying they didn't even know that it was on. And the crowd very much suggested as such. What was it, 16,000 people? Less than. Yeah, you're spot on, uh, Dave. I think... We were talking about it last night on the show, that just the, the saturation and what's happened is they had to catch up, and this is the whole world had to catch up on uh, fixtures that were lost during COVID. So they've tried to cram it all in. And I, I actually said this, and this is, uh, you know, one of one of the most uh, oh, terrible things I think I've ever said. I, I said I actually felt sorry for the English uh, <laughs> not being able to celebrate their T20 World Cup victory because... They were straight into an ice bath, and two days later they're playing a game against Australia. So, yeah, it's really crammed. I think you're right, scheduling-wise, it's been a challenge for, obviously, the ICC and Cricket Australia to try and get all these games in. And, unfortunately, I reckon this this tried series against the England has just gone under the radar. Don't you feel, though, that cricket's its own worst enemy? And it, it, It's like the BBL. Like When the BBL started, it was... It felt kind of special and unique to turn on the TV and see that the strikers were playing. But it got to the point where it's like American baseball. Mm. Like, it's just games became impossible to follow. Yeah, and you didn't know what was going on. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's one thing they have taken into account. Again, that battle of scheduling uh, the four-day game for Shield cricket with the BBL, which is obviously exciting for families, then the Test cricket. And trying to get all of that right across a summer has been really difficult. And I think initially uh, it was a shorter season for BBL, so people thought, well, I've got to go because it's going to be, you know, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, and, and then out. And then I think they extended it to 14 games and maybe just went a little bit too... stretched it maybe a little bit too far. Mm-hmm. Uh, Timmy, uh, I wonder, there probably would have been more people at Russell Ebert's book launch last night than at the Adelaide Oval. <laughs> how, how, how was it? It was an awesome night, really good night, and, and young Albert, his grandson, who's, who's put this uh, idea together and made it come to fruition, him and his father, Ben, sat there signing books, and I, you know, it was quite emotional when we got up there, because if you've uh, had a little preview of the book, they've gone to the effort of making it into the first person, so it's Russell actually telling the story, and it's quite amazing. I'm halfway through now, but I did say to the guys last night that what it did for me, it brought a level of comfort. I felt like reading it that Russell was, he's with me and we're having a conversation. So it was it was quite emotional to have that response. And it actually, I don't know whether it was the atmosphere of the night or what, but uh, Russell's wife, Diane, actually got up to the stage at the end of our presentation and said she'd like to say a few words. Now, Ben Ebert told me his mother has never publicly spoken ever. Wow. wow. Not at a wedding, not at a christening, nothing. And she actually got up on the microphone and said her piece and thanked the boys for their efforts. It was uh, it was quite emotional. Amazing. Yeah, sounds like a wonderful night. Timmy, good on you. Looking forward to hearing you and Ray on the sports show tonight. David Penberthy and Will Goodings. Six to nine. Five double A breakfast.